Peace be still, everyone. This is Tosha, and you're listening to the Supernova Tosha Show podcast, the show that discusses social issues and how it affects our community. Today, we're going to be discussing what I call organized assembly of immorals. So, you know how there's like a multitude of organizations all around the world, and people join organizations for the interpersonal relationships. Um, number one, it satisfy a need for inclusion. And I don't know about anyone else, but I am just learning about um I'm just learning about uh about this this organization by the name of NAMBLA. And it was founded in 1976. So it's been around for what, 47, 48 years. Uh, this is the first time I've learned about it. And the first time I learned about it was this way. Let's go ahead and roll that footage. What are you doing? Why are all my mature adult friends being mysteriously arrested, huh? We don't know. I'll tell you why. Because you guys are jealous and can't handle the fact that you're immature, and so you've started a government conspiracy against me. We don't know what you're talking about, Lardbutt. Lardbutt. Oh, that's so mature. God, I guess I was wrong about you guys, huh? You're not more mature than us, Cartman. Yes, I am! I'm telling you, this is all a terrible mistake, Officer Bar Brady. Well, the FBI said I have to hold you here, so that's what I'm gonna do, Mr. Complainy Pants. Oh. Do you... Like having your back rubbed. Eat me, pervert. Okay. We demand you release these men at once. Who are you? We are NAMBLA, the North American Man-Boy Love Association, and we heard about these political prisoners you are keeping. Political prisoners? No, these are child molesters. Loving young boys has been around since the time of the Romans, pal. There's nothing wrong with it. We are an organization dedicated to showing that sex between a man and a young boy can be a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who you are, but these men aren't going anywhere until I hear from the FBI. Hate mongerer! Hate mongerer! Yeah. Yeah. Okay, people, I think you better move along before I arrest more of you. All these men wanted was to love a young boy. There is nothing wrong with love. I did not want love from a young boy. I like men my own age. I mean, I like women. What did I say? Oh, God, I love titties. You haven't heard the last of us, officer. Together we are strong. Come on, men. Wow, they got activists for everything these days. I've done it, Kevin. I've successfully gene-spliced this chipmunk with a piece of provolone cheese. (laughs) Do you know what this means, Kevin? No more will the world have to look in two different places for squirrels and provolone cheese. No more will mankind have to pick... Who could that be? Why, it's little Eric Cartman. Dr. Manifesto, I need help. Of course, come in. See, unfortunately, I've matured faster than all my friends. I want to hang out with older friends, but I can't find any, so I was wondering if you could genetically engineer some older friends for me. Oh, Eric, I'm afraid it's not that simple. Genetic engineering has not yet evolved to the state where I can just make people. Damn it, but I want to hang out with older guys. Oh, well, I happen to be a member of an organization that can help you. It's called NAMBLA. NAMBLA? Yes, I've been a member for several years. I'm sure they'd let you join. You look about right. Okay, thanks, Dr. Mephesto. Sure. Fellow members of NAMBLA, as you know, <laughs> we continue to be discriminated against. Re- so, um, as it says, NAMBLA stands for North American Man-Boy Love Association, and it is a pedophilia, 
advocacy organization in the United States. And this organization is formed so that it can legitimize the behavior of pedophilia, specifically men, you know, with, uh, with young boys, uh, young children, so that it's accepted and that it's practiced openly. Um, yeah, so if you, um, there's a part in, in, in the, the cartoon that mentions that it's been around since the Roman times. I think they call, they refer to it as pederasty, pederasty or pederasty or pederasty, however they pronounce it. And what that is, it's, it's a sexual behavior or relationship between an adult man and a boy. And it goes back to, to ancient Greece where uh, sexual relationships between young boys and older men were openly practiced. And defenders say that this is not the same as pedophilia because it was it was not a fetish because they're saying that pedophilia is more of a fetish type behavior with uh, prepudes- prepubescent boys, um, they they are at least these boys uh, back in the Roman times or during pedestri- p- pederasty. Sorry, um, they were at least sixteen years of age. So therefore, it's beyond um, puberty, pubescent, prepubescent puberty age. So uh, back then, um, it was viewed as a rite of passage. The younger male would remain in a relationship with the older male until he reached the threshold. And then it would be his turn to now choose a young boy to become his lover. And so not only were they lovers, but that would be like their role models and that would be someone, their guide to guide them throughout life. And to them, this was normal. This was a normal part of a homosexual relationship. So when people believe that homosexuality is new, it's not a new thing. It's same-sex attraction has always been around. And now we're hearing all these justifications for pedophilia saying that it is only another form of homosexuality. And it should be added, they're fighting now so that it should be added to the LGBTQ community. And for me, anyone that identifies with the LGBTQ community, you should be outraged that, you know, um, NAMBLA and groups like this are fighting to be a part of uh, the LGBTQ community. And um, there are absolutely no legitimate grounds to normalize pedophilia. And, you know, for anyone that's making a distinction between pedestrian and pedophilia, listen, to me, it seems like, you know, the lights are on, but no one's home. That's just how I can summarize it. And I don't care if it was accepted back then. It is not a justifiable reason to make it legal because back then, you know, they would abduct 13 year old girls and take them away to marry them. And back then they, they owned slaves. And I mean, just because it was common and, and it was accepted, it doesn't make it right. Does not make it right. So now the ACLU, which is the American Civil Liberties Union, 
Uh, they're an organization that's devoted to defend rights and freedoms of people in the United States. And the ACLU def- defends NAMBLA under the First Amendment. Now, if you know, if you don't know what the First Amendment is, the First Amendment is the freedom of religion, speech, press, assembly, and uh, petition. So um, I found a story about a 10-year-old boy named Jeffrey Curley. Now, the reason why I, uh, I'm i going to talk about this story is because uh, I just want to show, I want, I don't even think I need to, but um, obviously I do because there are people who are uh, defending NAMBLA and of course want it to be added as a normal homosexual re- uh, relationship. But uh, one one way that's going to affect negatively, and of course there's more than one ways, but there was a story about a 10-year-old boy. Um, his name was Jeffrey Curley and his parents sued NAMBLA for wrongful death in 1977. Jeffrey was raped and murdered by a man named Charles Janes, J-A-Y-N-E-S, and Salvatore Sicari, S-I-C-A-R-I. I'm just making sure that uh, I enunciate, pronounce, and spell just in case anyone wants to research and read some more on these stories and just find out a little bit more. I have a um, a small audience, which is going to grow, but uh, my audience, I know, love to do research and they love to uh, get all, get the fine details so they can look at things themselves. And, you know, just in case I get anything wrong, you're free to, um, to correct me. So I'm, I'm, I'm open to that as well. But anyway, both men were convicted and, uh, they're both serving life sentences. Now, Charles James was a member of NAMBLA and he, at that time when he was a member, he did use an alias, but, uh, before the slaying of the 10 year old boy, uh, Jeffrey Curley, Charles James viewed the NAMBLA website and, the material that was on there and how to, how to gain the trust of children and how to avoid investigation on, uh, how, how to avoid the police investigating you on, uh, pedophilia cases. So the ACLU cites that NAMBLA does not incite slings or any illegal acts and should not be punished for what the two men did. But, um, the young boy's family, uh, I know that they won. They won $328 million. Uh, their 10-year-old son was lured into James's Cadillac by promise to, promising to pay him $50 and to give him a bicycle. And this is how he learned how to lure the young boy is um, by going on the, the website, the Nambla website child did resist you know they got him in the Cadillac and the child did resist and because of this what ended up happening is um they both uh molested the young boy and uh they slayed him they stuffed him in a concrete filled container and then they dumped the young boy Curly um into the main river wow so uh, investigators found a diary that's belonging to James, and in his diary, James admitted that he um, he revealed that uh, the teachings of Namla um, 
kind of just validated his feelings because he, in his diary, he revealed that he had an attraction and he had a desire to be with, with children, with young boys. And uh, the teachings of Nambla, that's what validated his, his feelings. And so the ACLU is, you know, hard at work blocking any attempts to gain access to the Nambla uh, membership list, and uh, they do allow their members in court cases to remain anonymous. So this brings me to the Old Testament in the Bible that says that the thing that hath been, the thing that hath been, it is what shall be, and that which is done is that which shall be done, and there is no new thing under the sun. And the reason why I quoted that is uh, many of my conversations where, uh, you know, I, I explain to people, they're like, the world is changing. The world is getting worse. It's, you know, this is happening and that is happening. And I explained to them, there is absolutely no new thing under the sun. Anything that you see or hear or, or know of, or, you know, you have knowledge of, there's nothing new. And, you know, I, I, I know that, um, I, I know people who are atheists and people who don't believe in the Bible, who don't even believe in God. And, um, you know, I, I'm not a preachy type person, but, um, that is, that is my guide to living. And if I ever question something that's happening, something that is new to me, I can always refer to the Bible and there, in any script, most scriptures will uh, relate to something that's current, some event that's current and what happened back then and how it was dealt with. So for me, when I tell you there is nothing new under the sun, this is why I go back to this Bible quote. So whenever you think that something is new to man, just know that all of these human experiences, all of our endeavors, all our discoveries are certainly not new. And in the case of Charles James and Salvador Sakari, the Proverbs that says, whoever walks with the wise become wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm. So when you bring harm to any living person or any living thing, then suffer you shall. And um, as I stated, they are serving life sentences. And as an American citizen, I believe in the Bill of Rights. I definitely believe um, the amendment. I believe in the amendment rights, and I believe that you know we're supposed to um, we're we're guaranteed our civil liberties and our freedom to assemble, our freedom of religion, our freedom of free speech. And I don't feel that you know one is more important than the other. And this sets us apart from many other countries that citizens can't enjoy these freedoms. And I don't believe in censorship. And no matter, you know, if I'm in agreement or not, I feel that I should choose to not listen or not associate with people that indulge in sexual immorality, scammers, compulsive liars, hypocrites, and evildoers. So, Although I don't believe in censorship and there are a lot of people who indulge in this lifestyle, they talk about it, they live it, there's talk shows about it, there's podcasts about it. 
it's up to you as an individual whether you want to be of that or you separate yourself from it. And we have that choice. So, you know, if you're quick to wrath or if you're closed-minded, um, then I choose not to consort with you. If you're a parent, raise your children in a matter a manner where thing where thugs and hustlers and idlers are not their role model. The to, the Bill of Rights um, allows us all free these freedoms, but they come with a lot of responsibility. Now, the Good Book says that he, you know, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed to the renewal of your mind. And this NAMBLA organization is conforming already unwell men who cannot fight the urge to abstain from sexual immorality. This organization is using these freedoms to do evil willingly under the First Amendment. And like I stated before, the ACLU is also um, utilizing the First Amendment to, to support this NAMBLA organization. Now, I visited the, the NAMBLA website and um, it's NAMBLA, N-A-M-B-L-A dot org. I went to the website and there is a book on there. It's called The, um, the Trauma Something, The Trauma, The Truth About Sexual Abuse of children. And it's written by Susan Clancy. She's a PhD and it's called the truth about sexual abuse of children. Now there was a review by uh, a young woman on there and she was, she was a reader of the book and uh, she put her review on there and it's very lengthy. So I'm just going to condense it. So this reader uh, she writes that, um, this is part of her review. She says, um, Clancy clearly and um, compellingly makes the case that child sexual abuse, which uh, the acronym is uh, CSA, while it's a crime, doesn't happen the way that we think it happens. A vast majority of young child victims initially don't find the abuse frightening or upsetting. They find it strange and confusing and forgettable. Later, as a child rounds to puberty, they realize they were being used for an adult's sexual gratification. That's when this realization becomes traumatic. She felt, uh, Clancy was saying that, um, that the survivors of child sexual abuse experiences trauma years after it was committed. So the book um, talks about children um, consenting to, to fondling because they didn't fight. Just because they didn't fight, the book is basically saying that uh, these children consented. And we all know that a child can't consent. So... Overall, uh, she states that her her conclusion is this. She's like, uh, the NAMBLA organization is in alignment with this book and written because if child sexual abuse is decriminalized, 
then it won't be so traumatic for survivors. And if children experience confusion or it's strange, then they only identify it as bad once they become older because it's society that dictates that it's bad for children to have sexual urges. And if child sexual abuse is decriminalized, decriminalized, then the experience would be a healthy childhood experience and not abuse. I want you to take a moment and just to soak that all in, just to soak all of that in. So being a child, you're supposed to have childhood experiences. Having um, sexual urges and, and, and uh, sexual experiences cannot be healthy for a child. You're supposed to be uh, running around, learning how to swim, ride a bike, skate, fish. I don't know. Nowadays, you learn how to code because of technology or, you know, you're sitting in front of the TV and gaming and playing baseball and softball and basketball and that's a, those are childhood experiences, camping. And yeah, that's what I, you have a small amount of time to be a child, a small amount of time. And then you have the rest of your entire life to be an adult. So that's when you should be having those experiences. Um, and it's confusing when you're a kid, when you're a small child and these things are happening to you, as they say, it's confusing but to say to 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 normalize it by saying that all it does is confuses you as a child you shouldn't have any confusing experiences now i've heard many survivor abuse stories um but one that comes to mind is of a woman who told me that it takes her several attempts and a much longer time to learn and to understand new things uh, as a toddler, her and her sister, and I say toddler, she told me that she can remember being in diapers. Um, so as a toddler, her and her sister were injected in their heels with drugs. Uh, I, I think it's heroin. I'm, I'm not sure. It's a long time I heard this story. And uh, their father would allow his drunk, high, immoral, detestable friends to abuse them while her mom was passed out in the room. And as you know, little brains are not even halfway developed. So while their brains are developing, they were injected with illegal substances. So those chemicals from whatever uh, paraphernalia was injected in them while their brain is developing, it um, altered their minds. So it altered their brains and how they... Um, interpret things, how they learn things. So even as an adult woman, it's very difficult for her to just learn things just, you know, by just a regular, how we would learn something for sitting in a classroom and we grasp something or free, we're reading instructions on how to put something together. It takes her a while. And, you know, I know, um, her experience was, uh, she never, she never married. She actually um, had a, a homosexual relationship with another woman and she ended up not having children. She opted not to have kids, although her wife, she said, um, so, so at some point she was married to a woman and her wife uh, passed away from cancer. 
um, while, while her, her wife was still alive and had cancer, her wife had children and for, forbid her to tell the kids that she was ill. So as she passed, she passes away and, um, the children never forgave, uh, this woman that I, I met saying that, you know, you know, our mom was sick and you never said anything to us. So while they were together, of course, you know, she was a parent to them. And now that uh, their mother has passed away, they haven't forgiven her and she hasn't seen or spoken to them in years. So uh, that takes um, a toll on her. And she's still dealing with the abuse from that her parents allowed from these adults that would come over to the house and play cards and get high and smoke and drink or what have you. So I don't know. So anyway, while we're being distracted by which Hollywood celebrities are the new power couple and you know, who's in this group and that group and which rapper has beef and who's the new baddie and, you know, whoever looks great and wonderful at these award shows and who looks terrible. There are organizations and publications using the Bill of Rights to push an agenda to normalize crimes against our children. So as they say, uh, stay woke because, um, you know, this is, this is deplorable. This is absolutely deplorable. So all I can say is we, we need changes. We need to band together and, um, we need to fight this. We can't normalize this. We can't make this, um, something that, uh, that our kids have to, to go through and have to endure. There's no way I have no, I have nothing against the LGBTQ community. Um, you do what you got to do. You do what you want to do. Um, I can tell you that, um, I, I'm not here to judge. It's, it's up to the creator to judge you. Um, but my thing is when it comes to children, to harming children in this way, and to say that a sexual experience as a child is healthy, it's not, is no way, no way, no shape, no form. Is it healthy? Anyway, I just want to say, I really appreciate the time that you take, um, to, have me into your homes or on your phone, on your laptop, on your tablet. And, um, you know, I, I am reading your comments, the fact that you take the time to leave comments and, um, you know, all the support, all the love, it really means a lot to me. It means so much. I appreciate all of you. Um, I'm glad that, uh, this platform is available and, um, that you're liking it. And if, if there's anything at all that you would like me to cover any, any podcast issues or anything that you'd like to want me to cover and, and talk about, I'd be more than happy to. So until next time, I do appreciate and love all of you. Peace be still. Peace be still.